Hey, welcome back, everyone, to another segment of Tech Tuesday on the Educational AD Podcast. We'll be right back with today's special tech guest. But first, let's give a shout out to our partners, the Global Community of Women in High School Sports, Athletic Surveys uh, by Lifetrack, uh, Wall of Fame by Vital Signs, We Coach, and the Florida Coaches Coalition. These are four great organizations. They really should be on your networking list. So reach out to them. Make sure you connect, see what they can do for you. And now please don't hit that fast forward button. Stay and listen to our podcast sponsorship messages. Uh, they're great products too. And uh, you should add them to your sponsorships as well. So take a listen. We'll be right back. We want to say thanks to Sideline Interactive, indoor score tables and video boards. Go to sidelineinteractive.com and schedule a live web demo. See their tables and their boards in action. They not only generate income for your department, they also create the ultimate game day experience for your student athletes. That's sidelineinteractive.com. We want to say thanks to Hometown Ticketing. Go to hometownticketing.com. They're going to show you how to set up and sell tickets online for all your events, not just athletics, but things like plays, concerts, even graduation. And here's the best part. You're going to have a dedicated client success manager that's providing hands-on support just to you every step of the way. That's every step of the way. Go to hometownticketing.com. Get started today. Simple and easy online ticketing. We also want to say thanks to Gipper. Go to gipper.com. And see how athletic directors are creating world-class content for their school's social media channels. The kids are on social media today. And if you're not sending out promos for games, for teams, even for student-athletes, you're really missing out. And Gipper's there to help. Go to Gipper.com. Tell them you heard about it on the podcast. You'll get a nice discount. That's Gipper.com. Check them out today. We also want to say thanks to Huddle. Go to Huddle.com and change the way you see the game. As a football coach, Huddle was terrific for me. I used it for years. When I became an athletic director, it was terrific for our other sports. And our coaches just loved the tools that they provided our school to let them help their athletes do better. At Huddle, we believe in sports and teams believe in Huddle. Join the 6 million users. Turn your school into a Huddle school. We also want to thank Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. The Wall of Fame is actually a touchscreen console that's interactive and is going to highlight your school's top performers in athletics, academics, and the arts. But it's so much more than that. The Wall of Fame will help you tell more compelling stories to better engage your audience. So go to vitalsignswalloffame.com, and when you're ready to buy one of their great products, Tell them you heard about it on the podcast. Mention Jake, and you'll get 5% off that purchase. That's vitalsignswalloffame.com. We also want to say thanks to Snap Mobile. Snap Mobile is the parent company of an entire suite of platforms that you can find at SnapRaise. Go to snapraise.com. Check them all out, particularly SnapRaise, their fundraising platform. We used it at our school with tremendous success, and you can too. They even have a program where you can get your funding before you actually start your fundraiser. I don't think anyone else offers that. Go to snapraise.com. Check out the entire suite today. 
We also want to say thanks to a brand new sponsor, District One. I want you to go to districtone.com. That's district followed by W-O-N. You're going to feel like you won because District One offers fully custom premium uniforms. They also have a one-at-a-time replacement program, so you don't have to order a full set of uniforms when you only need to order one or two replacements. They also offer on-time delivery in just 20 business days. So stop dealing with late deliveries. Go to districtone.com. That's W-O-N on the back end, and click the Team Gear button for your free quote. districtone.com. And finally, we want to say thanks to Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. Go to athleticsurveys.com. They will create a custom survey just for your school and your athletic department to connect you with your student athletes and your parents. ADs usually only hear back from the 2%, the people that want to complain. But Athletic Surveys is going to connect you with those 2% and the 98% that love and support your program. And that's a tremendously valuable tool to have when you're talking with a parent, a school board member, or your boss. So go to athleticsurveys.com. That's athleticsurveys.com. Get started today. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Tech Tuesday on the Educational AD Podcast. We've got a really cool guest today. We're going to be talking with Adam Bates. Uh, Adam's right here in Florida. He's a high school official. You heard me talk about how I still referee basketball games and track uh, meets for high school and colleges. Adam's going to talk a little bit about uh, officiating, certainly a hot topic uh, for ADs today. And also share a little bit about a, a program called Ref Reps. But uh, first, Adam, welcome to the Educational AD Podcast. Uh, Jake, thank you for having me. Excited to be here. Well, you know, I were talking before, uh, and again, uh, we're preaching to the choir here, you know, both as officials and uh, for me as a longtime AD. Um, it's not a secret. We've got an officiating crisis here uh, in the United States. And um, I'm going to let you talk a little bit about ref reps later on. But first, let's uh, let our listeners uh, get to know you a little bit. Tell us, uh, you know, where you grew up, where you went to school, and maybe how you got to be involved as an official. Thank you very much. I appreciate that and, and glad to do it. We could have a whole show on it, but uh, we'll summarize uh, uh, 30 years here in, in just a few minutes. Born and raised in Altamont Springs, Florida, uh, proud uh, graduate of Lake Brantley High School and um, uh, was very unique. Uh, my freshman year of high school, we had five state champions uh, that year and it was a, it was a neat time and, and my uh, my father was a, our hometown mayor there in Altamont Springs at the time, and my brother was a graduate, um, was graduating that year. So really neat, neat time. And then, um, you know, through high school years and, and, and community involvement, seeing my dad umpire my baseball games and, and stuff like that. Um, Mr. Frank Mosley, who's recently passed away within the last uh, three or four months, um, uh, kind of pushed me at the local park at Eastmont Park in Altamont Springs. And um, I said, you need to do this, you need to do this, you need to do this. And uh, it took me about six months to say yes. Um, I used my old catching gear as an old catcher. It was easy to do it. And let me back up. I'd volunteered and done some, some flag football in, in the local parks uh, with my buddy Richard Hanwork um, when I was like a camp counselor, but never really gotten into it. I thought about it, this and that. And uh, uh, 1994, 
uh, 19-year-old college freshman, um, I decided to, to do it. And I love the first game of it. And I will say that my 16-year-old just did his first game, and he got a good taste of it within the last couple of weeks and has wanted to do more. So um, he's three years younger than when I started, and, I, and it's my hope that he has 30 years into it um, as he continues to play and, and figure out his direction in life. But um, did my first year of high school baseball in 1995. I left in 1996 to uh, go to Auburn University to finish my undergrad. Um, worked with the baseball team for four years. Um, I was in charge of game day operations and the officials. So I got to see that on a higher level. And our first SEC crew was three Florida legends, a guy named John Magnuson, um, who's up from Gainesville, uh, Rick Darby, who is from, and they're both an educator, retired educators now, um, Rick Darby from uh, top of the turnpike, Homosassa, Inverness, Crystal River area. Um, and then Tony Maynard's. Tony Maynard's was a, a longtime official, and Tony Maynard's umpired the last, um, or excuse me, the 33 inning game between the Red Sox and the Rochester Orioles, the longest major league, or excuse me, minor league game, professional game in history. But those three guys, 25 years later, I met them March of 96, um, are still now, excuse me, 27 years later. I, I say 25 because um, we were all together at a funeral of a fu of football or a longtime baseball official. And we were all together and I was like, wow, 25 years. But mentors, they were they showed me how to help others get started and help others along the way because they helped me quite a bit. So um, at Auburn, I did all of our inter-squad games, got to know the officials, still have long-time relationships with them. Then came back, um, I met my future bride at Auburn. She's in Orlando High School, uh, Dr. Phillips High School. Uh, so she, we were both from Orlando and met there. And then, um, uh, really got involved, you know, let's just say basically 2000, I graduated in 99, 2000, the last 25 years, I've uh, been really pushing it. Uh, kids came married, kids came along, still officiated, still officiated. And then when my kids started getting a schedule that would kind of interfere with my officiating schedule, um, I became an assigner, started looking at assigning because I wanted good people on my kids' events and around my kids and stuff. And so I've had a passion since 2000, late 2009, early 2010 to officiate. And then um, all, always recruiting, training, assigning. I like to call myself an artist, assigning, recruiting, and training. Um, since then, was a high school trainer or a high school recruiter for a while. And just passionate about the space. Did a couple of things in the private sector officially related. Still on the field. Um, have a real passion not to go get the big game now go help the young officials start and some kids that I've gotten started and are one or two are now in the big leagues major college um, and if you don't like baseball go do softball if you don't like softball go do basketball if you like multiple sports we're going to help you because the officiating um, the officiating fraternity and sorority is very uh, unique finite and needs to grow and I know we'll talk about it here but where we've seen the the big growth and the issues is these game counts are going through the roof because of growth in high schools um, Use it, uh, I think Dr. Phillips High School right by Universal Studios here in Orlando was the ninth high school. I believe it was 88, 89, or excuse me, 87, 88 was the first year was open. 88, 89, and I might be off by a year, was the first graduating class. But that was the ninth high school in Orange County Public Schools, the ninth. We just opened last year, 21st and 22nd. So in 30 plus years, we've added 13 schools. And so, um, or 14 schools since that time, whatever you want to say. Anyway, so the needs go, all schools have 
31, 32, 33 sports teams, multiple sports. You would know more than that, uh, Jake, in the sense of the exact um, how many. So when you do that, you've got to grow it. So I just had that passion there. Um, and I honestly thought out of COVID, people would come out a little bit nicer and they haven't, they've come out meaner and that's just reality. And, um, so we've got to have, everybody says, Hey, have thick skin, do this, do that. Well, guess what? Not for what we're making. Does it worth the, the vitriol that come, comes out now? I'm passionately through it. God gave me two years for a reason. Everybody two years for a reason. What you do with it when it goes in one and leaves out the other is your, you know, what you do between your, your ears is your choice. So. I'm just a big guy. I'm just somebody here who wants to make an impact with kids, coaches, and communities and, 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 and play my role as an official, uh, as an official's recruiter. That's where I'm really passionate about the RefReps product. Yeah, I appreciate you sharing that story. You, you touched on a couple of things. You know, obviously, uh, and, and again, you and I are both in Florida, you know, pretty close to each other. You know, you drive up and down the turnpike, 429, you know, whatever exchange you want. And here's all these fields that, you know, 20 years ago were – farmland and now there's apartments or subdivisions growing up so obviously people are moving here we need more schools which means we need more coaches we need more officials um also you know you talked about getting involved at a young age uh i remember uh i was you know a, a young coach i was a head coach when i was 24 which is you know the expression you don't know what you don't know that was me uh but i had some good assistants they kind of they helped me out but during the winter months after football is over, uh, our coach suggested that I sign up to become a basketball official. You know, I played in high school. Uh, and so I did that for a few years uh, until, you know, my coaching and then becoming an AD got in the way of that. So I took about a maybe a 20-year break from being an official. And then several years ago when I was uh, at McClay up in Tallahassee, I got back into being a basketball official. And still am today, uh, and uh, of course still do uh, high school and college uh, track and field meets. But um, the need for officials is ever growing. Uh, I know our state association has done some public service announcements, you know, to you know encourage students to become officials, etc. But uh, what? Uh, let's go and uh, I said we we're going to take a break. Let's just go and keep going. This is very good. Um, Go ahead and tell our listeners uh, what is Ref Reps, and for our athletic directors who are listening, why it's important for them to know about it uh, to help do what they can do uh, for our referee shortage. Sure, Ref Reps is a is a, an educational platform. The biggest thing is training. It is so hard to train and get. The hardest thing to do as an official is get started. Once you get started and get rooted, and and it's kind of like growing a tree. Once you get rooted, it goes. But um, RefReps is an online program, www.refreps.com. Um, it's 13 sports based um, out of Indianapolis, real close to where Federal, you know, they're real close to the folks at, at Federation at NFHS. Um, they're in multiple states. It's had a couple um, iterations of itself and through development, but it's an online training program that we can put in the classrooms. Um, that kids can be uh, taught by an instructor, general ed, it can be PE, team sports, um, it can be applied for class versus a, I don't want to upset anybody here, but like a dumping ground where kids just go to class and just pick because it's an easy A type thing. Um, uh, we, we do that. And then, um, but then the kids start their uh, opportunity 
to officiate locally. If we can get the middle school and JV sports better, if we can get middle school and JV sports better, then it'll naturally help the varsity sports get better. Um, if we can, you know, the more we have, because also high school sports, high school officials are being asked three and four or five times to go one place. One official can only be in one place at one time. So we've got to get younger. And an amazing stat, when the Federation started, Federation High School started tracking this in the early 70s, the average age of a, of a high school official in 1972, 73 was 26 years old. This year is 58 and going up. So in 50 years, it's gone up 26 years. Okay. So we've got to get more in there. And if we get them started, get them started right. I use the term, we've got to inject them with knowledge and courage before they get infected with fear and bad habits. They're going to stay. In the state of Ohio, this hits 53 employable benchmarks, 53 benchmarks in the classroom for officiating, um, adult interaction, de-escalation, conflict resolution, um, uh, times or um, calendar management, financial management. If you think about all of that, some of my smartest, brightest friends in life are sports officials because they have it. Former military guys, current teachers, current uh, first responders, they do this on the side or whatever, or they've used it to catapult into those careers. So it's getting that. Um, we're getting more involved with Orange County Public Schools here, I believe. And, and, and Kyle Armstrong, who's the founder, and they have the stats. Um, they're, they're in 26 states, I believe. Um, and right now, and, and this, is, this is the one that will get you, uh, COVID cost us about 10,000 sports officials. Well, um, uh, the, the how do I hear this or how do I say it? The, the amount of kids on the program now is approaching 7,000. So um, I could give more stats that, that Kyle and the team have. RefReps was started by a gentleman named Kyle Armstrong, a 25-year NFL official by the name of Mark Baltz. And it has just absolutely gone. It, it started as just kind of re referee training film breakdown. And now it's 13 sports with major accreditations across the country and, and growing. And if we get younger, we invest in these kids, then it'll take care of it. Because before we you know, go a little bit further, that official can choose because we're competing for officials out of the club market you know, the club sports, club baseball, club, or they can go on to college or whatever. If we can just handle it within that 14 to 18 year old space, because a baseball or softball official can be asked by five people, like I said earlier, to work tonight, literally. We're now we're getting out of the spring season a little bit, but you back up into March, the amount of baseball and softball played up and down I-4, seven days a week, blows your mind. And then in Orange County Public Schools, I know this from Lonnie Flores, the county AD, 540 gym nights, 540 gym nights just in winter sports between 20, uh, finishing the year 2022 and 2023, 540 nights just in one county to open the gym for games. Boy, uh, the, the numbers are just staggering. And, you know, as somebody who was an athletic director, you know, scheduling officials for a long time, uh, I, I know just what you're talking about. Um, uh, I love the injected, infected uh, uh, wordplay you use there. Uh, I remember uh, at McClay, you know, we had a, a full middle school program, you know, sixth grade, you know, middle school JV, middle school C team, et cetera. So we, we had officials of all levels. You know, we had 
you know, we would see a varsity official uh, work a middle school game sometimes, and we would see that raw recruit that right. was literally just blowing their whistle for the first time. We always tried to make them feel welcome. Uh, you know, I would tell them, you know, hey, I'm, a, I'm an official. I know, you know, it, it's going to be good. Um, and I think we did a good job of educating our parents and our coaches about, you know, respecting your opponent, respecting the game and respecting the officials too. And I think our coaches did a pretty good job, but we would see, I, I would see it, you know, that coach that is just, or not the coach, the official, they're a deer in headlights and they, they want to make the call, but they're too shy to blow their whistle. And, you know, I would just try to catch them at halftime. Hey, you're doing a great job. And, you know, just blow that whistle, call anything, you know, be confident, be authoritative, sell your call. I mean, all those things. And, uh, you know, we just did what we could to, to build that relationship. Uh, and I'm not bragging, uh, but I know that doesn't happen at, at, at every school. So sure. uh, what are some things that when you talk with uh, uh, coaches, because a lot of, I know a lot of associations will go out and they'll have like a preseason meeting with the uh uh, coaches, maybe the AD. Sometimes they even do clinics uh, where you let your new officials come in and and uh, go for a couple of minutes. What are some things that you try to share with the coaches and the ADs at these types of events? I mean, we we're just trying to make the microphone louder and the drummer and the drum bigger. I mean, beat that drum louder because it's hard. Old days, I started again in that in that mid '90s. It was nine, ten schools. It wasn't that bad, but now with the growth. It's so hard. And down here with us being a good weather state, you don't have any off time. So you're just constantly talking it. And what people think, my off the field relationships with coaches and ADs is one of the things I treasure the most. It's an unbelievable, also with officials, it's an unbelievable chamber of commerce, brotherhood, sisterhood, like I, I, I talked about. So we're always talking it. They know it. And, you know, every last five or 10 years, I said the tidal wave's coming. Well, the tidal wave's here. It's a tsunami. And um, you feel it at the head times. For instance, Friday Night Lights is under attack for the amount of officials. Can we find the bodies? But just, again, think about the greater I-4 corridor, which goes from Daytona, one part on the east coast of the state, to Tampa on the west coast of the state. goes across the diagonal. And you go up and down I-4, and within 20 miles of I-4, how many high school football games played on Friday night? Where you need five six-man crews and then those and, and and so forth and then jv and varsity each season brings its own challenge we're coming in and again this is out of the academic time but from memorial day to labor day it's a summer season like no other you know in the in these private organizations but unlike in football there's no real other tackle football thankfully in baseball softball soccer basketball some of the other club sports you can use those other assets to get better for the high school season to lean through the high school season to push them to college. I will say this, it is now an employable pathway. College officials are making good money and making life-sustaining money. When those guys like Mags and, and, and Darbs and, and Tony were with me, they were making good money for the time, but it wasn't supporting their family, it was helping support their family. Now there are officials, if you want to have a career pathway with this for your single double, you know, first, second, third sport, you can do that. And there's plenty of examples out there, plenty of examples. So we can, and I'll say here, and, and, and a lot of coaches will agree. Sometimes you're just yelling at the shirt and yelling at the whistle. 
disappointed in the shirt and the whistle, not the person. So we tell that to the official as well. You know, when you go change, um, and hopefully that, that happens in a locker room versus a parking lot, um, it, 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 then, you know, the other person comes back out and you walk out with your bag or whatever. But that's the stuff we got, the intangibles got to teach it. And I will tell you this, recruiting and training and assigning is not a part-time position. And I can say this to all, all the, the, the ADs listening and stuff. And as they share it, it's now full-time because I'm working now for games next year. You're always on stage to find that new official and love them through their start, you know, because if not, then you're going to, you're going to potentially lose them. If you keep them for three years, you'll keep them for a while. So you got to love them through those first hundred assignments, no matter what the sport is. And that's huge. And I think within the ref reps program, I know we're working on it internally, but you love them through the start, let them make mistakes you know, Rome wasn't built in a day and neither was anybody's officiating career, you know? So, um, you know, just be patient, get through it. Um, again, follow, follow through with the injection of knowledge and give them the courage. And then, then you kind of, you go through. So again, to shorten up the answer to that ultimate question is we just need their help because we're all a piece of the pie. You know, we're all partners in execution of events, but unfortunately we're the ones that are seen the most, you know, when it's game time. But the buses, the field contracts, the team contracts, all of that stuff goes in until you say play ball. And I will tell you this. I will tell you this. If we get them in, once we play, say play ball or throw the tip or blow the first kick, the kickoff or blow the first whistle, everything else we can take care of. We just get them. We got to all work together to get the most knowledgeable, best trained person there. And whatever happens in the game, we can take care of. Yeah. I, again, it's just. There, there's so many moving pieces, but you're right. Once the game starts, hey, you know, let's get the game and, and we all have our job. Um, as a football coach early in my career, I wasn't the best example of, uh, you know, not riding the official. You know, hey, come on, that's holding or come on, you got to call. I mean, all, every cliche that a coach would say, um, you know, I, I wasn't cursing them up and down, but I, I just I was many times too wrapped up in the official, not coaching my kids. As an AD, I hated to see that. And so I would tell our coaches, hey, I'm paying you to coach the kids, not yell at the referees. If there's a problem, you let me know. I'll talk to the assigner. And, and over the years, I think our coaches did a very, very good job of that, of uh, coaching their kids and, and not working the refs. Um, now, when I speak to athletic directors, um, <coughs> I, I tell them that your head coach is the single biggest factor in how your school is perceived, you know, by fans, by opponents, and by officials. Um, you know, how do you want to be that school that the referees don't want to come I to? Or absolutely remember, uh, officials are human too. Uh, there's how many 50-50 calls are there in a game? Try to turn those into 51-49 calls. And that's not why you right. do it. You do it because it's the right thing to do. Uh, and I would use the example, if you're in basketball, if, if there's a, a foul, a non-foul, a traveling, whatever it is, if your coach just goes crazy and starts stomping up and down, waving their arms, the kids are going to see it, the fans are going to see it, and that's how they're going to respond. On the other hand, if your coach just says, okay, fellas, back on defense or, or run this play or whatever, and doesn't even 
acknowledge the call, um, everybody's going to see that too. And they're going to play better. Uh, they're going to have confidence uh, in themselves and confidence in the official. And that official is going to appreciate that too. So I preach that forwards, backwards, and sideways as far as, okay, AD, where do you draw the line for your coach? Uh, is it, hey, you missed that call. That was a foul. Um, or is it F-bombing and, and stomping around the bench? Where do you draw the line for your head coach's leadership behavior? And it just, it, it's making them think, and hopefully that pendulum is starting to swing back. Yeah, and, and the humanity is funny because I have a shirt on. I work with a group called Officially Human. Um, it's a lady and her uh, husband and wife out of the Big Ten office, and she's helping in the youth and high school markets. Everybody can look it up, Brenda and Tim Hilton. Um, they're wonderful people. They're friends of ours at, at Ref Reps and in other officiating circles. So, yes, the humanization. Again, I go back to yelling at the whistle in the shirt. And, and are there conflicts because of egos? Absolutely, because an official's ego can get pretty big when some of these games dictate it, and sometimes it has to. But in this academic athletic space, we all have a job to execute these game, games for these kids, period, end of discussion. We're all a part of the pie. And if we if we lose sight of that, that's where we get off of, where we get away from that. And um, I want to share some things that that Kyle shared from um, uh, from Ref Reps with me. And I, and I just got these. And this has happened in the last 17 months, January of 2022 to May of May 8th, two weeks last week or today, excuse me. Um, 10, 000, over 10,000 students on the platform, over 100,000 modules completed. And a module, it's about seven to eight modules per sport. Completed courses over 5,200. Um, total students. And then um, number of quiz questions answered, 591,000. And here's a big one for everybody to hear. Average user quiz score is over 89%. Why I say that, we have never seen training like this before, and we've got to give them a baseline. Number of states represented, I said 27, it's 30. Number of schools, 217 and no number of new officials certified. And I told you that kind of 7,000 mark, it's 7,094. The numbers are real folks. And that's just the biggest, that's the biggest thing. And they're um, from hearing from the junior NBA, because I never thought in my time that we would have issues even at the NCAA level. We are because we're not funneling from the bottom up. And we're just a stop along the way for those who want or were the final stop for those who just want to be impactful in their community, no matter how many sports they do. You know, you mentioned um, officially human. Uh, they produced a, a, a very mm -hmm. cool video that I stole and use in some of my PowerPoints now uh, about the uh, the parents at the band concert uh, in the auditorium. Yeah. I, I'm sure you've seen it. And it's a great one. And ADs and coaches will see that. And they they know right away they they connect so uh, hopefully they're going to come out with some more of those. Yeah, they've got they've got they got some more and, and I think Tim and Brenda, especially Brenda, would be a great uh, guest for you here on the podcast. Um, where they've come from and and we 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 talk often. There's really really good people. This I th I think one thing I want to really bring home. There's really really good people trying to address this issue because they care because so many people would just want to walk away. There's great educators, there's great ADs. And again, we've got to share the greatness and share these ideas for, for execution 
or the alternative is not what we want. We're, we do not want the alternative. So, um, but yeah, Tim and they're, they're awesome. And, and, and it's just helping. And it's not just a single sport. It's not a single area. It's all sports everywhere, all levels. So let's all work together. Cause I think there's, we're working, reference is working on a parental education piece. I think there should be minimum uh, requirements for a student athlete to become a student athlete at the high school level. I've got a sophomore now approaching junior and they've had a few issues. I'm not going to say, and they've had a few positive things, but when they become freshmen and they start or they're doing their first year, every parent and every student, again, it's another thing to do, but should have a minimum. It's a one-on-one class, whatever that is, because 90% of the problems are for lack of education from the student coach and the spectator. Yeah, um, I, I remember we had classes like that when I was a college athlete and the colleges that I coached at, we had those uh, intro to athletics courses that all of our student athletes uh, had to take. So great idea for high school. Uh, for our listeners, uh, our guest today is Adam Bates. He's a official here in Florida, uh, also representing ref reps. We're going to make this a regular feature on Tech Tuesday, uh, you know, maybe every month or even more frequently. In the meantime, Adam, if one of our listeners wanted to reach out, find out more about the Ref Reps platform or just connect, what's the best way they can get a hold of you? Uh, easiest way just to get the general broad scope, www.refreps.com. And then feel free to email me, adam at refreps.com. Um, anytime. And, and if I can't answer it, anybody of our, 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 on our team, I will get you in the right hands. We have a tech team. We have a sales team. We have a, we have a um, uh, support. Our support tickets are very low for the amount of numbers that I just shared. Uh, multiple sports. And what I will share, yes, there is a cost involved. It's a further discussion, but there are ways because your four assets, and I'll kind of wrap up with this, your four ass, assets and official and officiating are the officials, are the games, the game fees, and relationships. And why I say that, if you leverage those four things, relationships within the greater sports community, and Jake, you can understand that. Um, if you leverage those towards the officiating next opportunity, you know, it, 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 it can launch pretty quick. So it's a very easy process. Just ask the first question, that first question, leads to the second question leads to the third and then you start putting a plan in place because we can and you're making local people listen to this because when these kids are starting to get employable and using these employable skills and local money staying in the local area your school board members listen your politicians listen you're making an economic impact in the in the club space outside of the high school season there's more and more and i know we're going to speak more on it down the road jake and i can i can speak on it for hours but the officials are truly the glue for game execution. You know, they're, they're a part of the bigger, but you, you get that. And like we said earlier, without officials, it's just practice. Yeah, great stuff. I'm excited to see this uh, move forward and grow. Uh, Adam, thanks for sharing with our audience today. Uh, again, um, uh, listeners, uh, Ref Reps, check it out online. If you have questions, email Adam. Uh, and, um, you know, ADs, where do you draw the line as far as behavior from your head coach? Uh, you know, make sure you're on the right side of that. Um, Adam, thanks again. Um, we look forward to uh, having you on uh, in a couple of weeks.
Thanks, Jake. I appreciate you. Hey, for our listeners, we do this every single week, uh, and we upload the Zoom recordings to the Educational AD Podcast YouTube channel. Come back next Tuesday for another tech tip, and just about every day for new content on the Educational AD Podcast. We'll see you next time. Yeah, check out Ref Reps. Um, really important, and I'm speaking as an AD as and as a current uh, high school basketball official and, and high school and college track official. Check them out. We do want to give a shout out to all of our sponsors, our newest sponsor, District One. That's District W-O-N. Check them out, districtone.com. Of course, Huddle, uh, huddle.com, hometownticketing.com, gibber.com. Uh, we want to say thanks to sidelineinteractive.com, vitalsignswalloffame.com, snapmobile.com, and athleticsurveys.com. Every single one of these sponsors I have used, they're great. You should, be, you should use them too. As always, we appreciate you listening. Uh, thanks again for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you next time on Tech Tuesday and the Educational AD Podcast.